In this situation, he had a lot of support, but that's not always the case. There are many times, especially in the 80s and years prior, when a gay person's partner died, they weren't given support or their experience was minimized and unfortunately even regarded as unimportant. And that still happens today. As a result, disenfranchised grief or ambiguous grief is experienced, resulting in some grievers struggling to grieve. Instead of healing, they go in the opposite direction or stand still in the grieving process, resulting in complicated grief developing. That's an excerpt from the show. Today, we'll be discussing complicated grief. And here's the intro. Welcome to Managing My Grief, where it's all about learning to live with grief after experiencing loss. Here's your host, Miss Dilworth. I'm glad you chose to join me for this discussion on complicated grief. Did you know that there are many types of grief? Death alone is challenging to grieve, but there are other losses that occur after losing companionship, such as changes in family roles, financial changes, the loss of dreams of what could have been. Keep in mind that the type of grief we'll be discussing isn't good or bad. It's a mere way for you to identify what you are experiencing. When you understand what you're experiencing, it can be used as a grounding place and it can bring normalcy to the experience, which in itself is gratifying and beneficial. The type of grief we'll be discussing today has a few different names. They are complicated grief, traumatic grief, prolonged grief, and or persistent complex bereavement disorder. For sake of time and me not wanting to repeat all four names every time, we'll be using complicated grief. But understand that it can, and many times, is used interchangeably with traumatic grief, prolonged grief, and persistent complex bereavement disorder. A side note, persistent complex bereavement disorder, or PCBD, is located in the DSM along with other descriptions related to experiencing loss that are classified based on the intensity of the grief. In a later show, we'll focus specifically on the different descriptions of grief that are provided in the DSM. But for now, let's explore complicated grief. There are several factors that play a role in identifying complicated grief. An overview definition is complicated grief is when normal grief becomes severely long in duration and the grief significantly impairs the ability for one to function. A factor that plays a role in identifying complicated grief is the nature of the loss. For example, if the loss is violent in nature, Many times, people use traumatic grief instead of complicated grief. But again, the names can be used interchangeably. Several other factors that help with identifying complicated grief are the relationship, life experiences, and social issues. Many times, when someone experiences a traumatic event, such as a natural disaster, any type of abuse, or being bullied, it can be a precursor to them experiencing complicated grief at some point in their life. I enjoy watching many documentaries about a spectrum of topics. Last week, I watched a mini documentary about a gay gentleman living in a small rural town in Louisiana. The documentary was made in the late 80s and early 90s. There were a lot of social issues related to this time period, his lifestyle, and geographical location. The gentleman shared his experience growing up gay in his community, finding love, 
losing love to AIDS, and finding love again. He shared how he learned from a school-aged boy that many of the children would call his house the House of AIDS. Although some people in the community were derogatory, majority were supportive, especially when his partner died. He shared how people and businesses from the small town sent him cards and letters, sharing their support and sadness for his loss. He shared how thankful he was to receive the outpour of encouragement and a little surprised by some of the people's empathy. In this situation, he had a lot of support, but that's not always the case. There are many times, especially in the 80s and years prior, when a gay person's partner died, they weren't given support or their experience was minimized and unfortunately even regarded as unimportant. And that still happens today. As a result, disenfranchised grief or ambiguous grief is experienced, resulting in some grievers struggling to grieve. Instead of healing, they go in the opposite direction or stand still in the grieving process, resulting in complicated grief developing. So what exactly does complicated grief look like? We already established that it lasts severely longer than normal grief and it causes significant impairment in daily living. A few more symptoms include violent outbursts, radical lifestyle changes, low self-esteem, substance abuse begins or increases over time, consistent feelings of guilt, consistently ruminating on the loss. For some, hallucinations of the deceased, a continual yearning for the other person, and suicidal thoughts, or making comments about wanting to join the deceased. There are many more symptoms. If you would like to read a complete list, you can go to depressionalliance.org. Can you imagine experiencing all those symptoms day after day after day for years? So, what to do? Because complicated grief impacts daily functioning, the fundamentals that make a healthy human being needs to be reestablished. There are three foundational components, eat, sleep, and exercise. At first, this can be challenging. The desire to fulfill these tasks may not be there, and that's okay. Simply do your best. Try to start by intentionally eating healthy things. Focus on getting the right amount of sleep. Notice I didn't say get enough sleep. Many times when someone experiences complicated grief, they experience fatigue and sleep too much. So identify the number of hours that's recommended based on your age and strive to reach that number. Majority of the time, exercise can help with getting that right amount of sleep. The exercise doesn't have to be intense. You can start with a miniature walk. Allow yourself to experience the sun on your skin and feel the soft breeze. Embrace the colors you see around you. Engage in being mindful on what you are hearing and seeing. Be in the present moment. While working on establishing those three foundational components, find a licensed clinical professional counselor or a grief support group. Realizing that you're not the only one stuck in grief and receiving unconditional acknowledgement and support from others can make a huge difference in feeling less lonely and more included. Lastly, take a shower and clean your home. It sounds strange, but stay with me. When you take a shower, it makes you feel refreshed. See it as you having a fresh start. Even if you're listening to this in the middle of the day and have it showered in a few days or maybe weeks, after listening to the podcast, immediately get up and take a shower, then clean something. 
It can be anything, such as your kitchen. But if you feel the kitchen is too overwhelming, then a cupboard. It doesn't have to be anything big. And try not to think about all the things that need to be cleaned. Only think about one thing and do that. It's important to start making small accomplishments every day. Start today. Something small. Again, don't focus on what you didn't do. Focus on what you did do, on what you did accomplish. As days go by of you making small accomplishments, eating healthy, exercising, and getting the right amount of sleep, you'll notice your mind is less foggy and a little more clearer. Throughout all of this, remind yourself that you are doing the best that you can. Earlier in the show, I had mentioned normal grief and disenfranchised grief. We've talked about those types of grief in previous podcasts. I encourage you, if you haven't heard of them or want to learn more, go listen to those shows. To connect with me to share your thoughts or to provide suggestions for a future show, contact me at MissStillworth.com. To learn more about grief, click on another show. To attend a grief workshop, go to ManagingMyGrief.net. Have a productive day and live in your greatness.